Hello and welcome to the Wounded Under Shepherds podcast. This is Dr. Bill Scott, your host. The Wounded Under Shepherds podcast is dedicated to God's men and their families who've been traumatized deeply in pastoral ministry. This podcast is intended to deal honestly with some of the pain that can occur in pastoral ministry. This is an area that few uh, broach. The podcast is not about feeling sorry for ourselves or playing the victim. Uh, Where do God's men go when their hearts and souls have been ripped out and stomped on? Uh, Pardon the colloquialism. This podcast is not about bashing or castigating the church. Rather, it is to help God's under-shepherds who have been deeply wounded understand that they are not alone that any shame they feel belongs to those who have wronged them. And unless uh, one has engaged in behavior that disqualifies them from pastoral ministry, God's call on your life is still valid. God doesn't make mistakes. The foundational scripture verse for this podcast is in Hebrews 6.10. There the scripture says, For God is not unjust, to forget your work and labor of love, which you have shown toward his name, and that you minister to the saints and do minister. Pastor, the service you have rendered to God's people is not diminished by those who have wounded you. God knows and keeps a record everything that you have done for his glory and his people will not go unrewarded. Those rewards may not come immediately, but God never fails. He is faithful. In this particular episode of Wounded Under Shepherds, I want to address the issue of God's redirecting you into another kind of ministry. Many pastors who go through forced terminations or involuntary terminations will go on to serve in another pastorate. Experiencing the call of God in on one's life is a profound series of events uh, that is deeply embedded in one's heart and mind. Pastors often associate their role with their being. Thus, being a pastor is not something one does, but it is who one is. With that thought in mind, I share this to lay the foundation of some of the angst and struggle that a pastor can encounter uh, when and if God chooses to redirect him to another type of ministry. Now, over the years of pastoral ministry and working uh, closely with uh, fellow pastors, uh, you know, it was not too uncommon to hear someone say, well, so-and-so, they've left the ministry. Uh, In reality, uh, if a person is serving God uh, in a vocational sense, and even if that is a different type of vocational ministry, they're still serving God. No, they have not left the ministry. So, if God, if a call to pastoral ministry uh, equates into identity of being instead of a function uh, in role, it will result in quite a bit of uh, discomfort and emotional upheaval. Uh, 
And at this point, uh, I share a very personal story, not for the sake of garnering pity or uh, any of that, but rather for the sake of any pastor who may be listening and uh, who is struggling with some of the feelings that I'll share as I share my personal testimony here. For more than 30 years, I served in pastoral ministry. Being a pastor is who I was. As a 17-year-old young man, I answered God's call to preach His Word as best I understood that calling. At the ripe old age of 28, I officially became a full-time pastor. The first little church was a small country church, but it was a full-time setting. Throughout the years, uh, although there were brief intervals in which I was not actively involved in pastoral ministry uh, due to periods of time when I was pursuing uh, theological degrees and so on and so forth, uh, there was still always a longing in my heart to return to the pastoral ministry. As a number of years ago, God redirected me into another kind of ministry. Uh, The redirect came through uh, a very painful experience in the last church that I served in, in full-time capacity. Uh, So, as to not bore you with all the, the sordid details of that, let's just say it was an excruciating experience for my family and I. And uh, so it was through that ordeal that God redirected me into another form of full-time ministry uh, and uh, serving as a hospice chaplain. Uh, But still, it was not easy. I wrestled with many questions. My emotions were often turned upside down as... I dealt with all sorts of emotions and questions and uh, things that didn't make sense to me and so on and so forth. In the midst of all that struggle, one day God brought to my mind the passage in Jeremiah chapter 18, verses 1 through 6. In verses 3 and 4, those verses speak about the potter having a lump of clay in his hand and He's in the process of forming it into a vessel, but it becomes marred. And while I don't know much about pottery, I do know that there's a certain uh, process in which uh, the lump of clay can become marred. Uh, If you don't use enough uh, water, or if you use too much water, or uh, or if impurities uh, come uh, out, of the lump of clay. But the point, uh, aside from that, the point here uh, is that God is the potter in this story, we know. And while we know that in its historical context, of course, God was speaking through Jeremiah to his people Israel. But there's a principle uh, that one finds in that. As pastors, We belong to the master potter. Is it not his right to do as he pleases with us? It hit me. You belong to God. Does he not have the right to do 
whatever he wishes with you, does he not have a right to redirect you into another form of ministry? In his context, as I've already said, God was speaking to the people uh, of Israel. But the biblical principle here contained in this passage is still very valid. We are the clay, so to speak. God is the master potter. And God has a right to do with us whatever he chooses. Now, I share this for this reason, that having pastored for more than 30 years, being a pastor was who I was. It wasn't just a function. It wasn't a role I was fulfilling. It was who I was. As that 17-year-old boy who surrendered to the call of God on my life to preach his word, and then going through all types, years of formal education and all of that, uh, as God directed me to do, uh, and then pastoring uh, a number of different churches over the years. Uh, Being a pastor was who I was. And uh, so when the last event occurred in my pastoral ministry that brought just great hurt and pain and turmoil for me and my family. Uh, God put me in a situation where I could continue to do ministry, but not as a pastor. And so the result of that is, to make a long story short, uh, is I struggle greatly, and I still occasionally struggle. So I share all this, not Uh, for pity, as I said earlier, uh, not to cause you to ooh or ah or anything else. I share it simply for the reason that I know that I'm not the only one who's ever experienced a redirected ministry. When, as a pastor, that's who you are, uh, it can be excruciating when you don't understand why would God lead me to do some other type of ministry, I still want to be a pastor. And so that struggle is very real. Now, as I said earlier, most pastors who go through forced termination or involuntary termination uh, or who are betrayed or wounded in some other way, uh, most of those are probably going to go on to pastor another church. Uh, But there are going to be some in whom God, in his wisdom and his right, chooses to redirect. And so if you are one of those, if you find yourself being one of those individuals, uh, may I encourage you uh, to remember whose you are. So if you find yourself at the place of God redirecting you into a different type of ministry, it doesn't mean that you're no longer in ministry. It doesn't mean that you're a failure. It doesn't mean uh, anything other than God in his wisdom and his sovereign right has chosen to redirect you into another type of ministry. God knows our hearts. God knows that in my heart of hearts there's a part of me deep within who longs to be a pastor again. But at this point in my life, God has chosen to use me in uh, chaplain ministry. I I get to meet a lot of 
wonderful people. I get to minister to many of God's saints. And on rare occasions, I even have the opportunity and blessing of leading someone to the Lord Jesus. Uh, But God is the one who guides our path. God is the one who uh, directs our path, as Scripture teaches us. So God who owns us, He has the right to do with us whatever He chooses. So, remember, if you find yourself in this place, God isn't angry at you. God isn't punishing you. You are not a failure. You are not a loser. It doesn't matter what other people think, and I know that we all are concerned about what other people think about us, uh, what, what you know, those wagging tongues, and they're not always meant to be cruel or unkind. It's just sometimes people who know you uh, are just curious as to why you're no longer a pastor. Well, brother, at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter what people think and what people say. All that ultimately matters is that we're faithful to God. And so, God will sort it all out. You and I have no control over what other people think, what other people say. Yes, it does concern us. Certainly, we don't want our person attacked or our reputation sullied in any sense of the word. But as I've already said, ultimately, all that matters is what God thinks. As I've said earlier, I still struggle at times because deep within my soul is that pastor who longs to be an under-shepherd again. In God's perfect will and in God's perfect timing, if He wills for that to be, then He will redirect me at His pleasure uh, to do so. And He will open the doors that He would have opened But at this point in my life, uh, God has me doing the type of ministry that I'm doing. So brother, may I just encourage you, if you're one of those pastors whom God has redirected and you're struggling with feelings of uh, maybe God's punishing me, maybe or or I'm a failure, or or you're just struggling with all kinds of emotions, just remember that our Lord knows your heart. He knows where you are. He hasn't forgotten you. Remember His promises. As I shared the foundational verse of this uh, of Hebrews 6.10 as the foundation for this podcast. God will not fail to reward your faithfulness to Him in that you've served His people. So, remember whose you are, and in whatever kind of ministry you are directed, do it all for His glory. Let me pray for you. Heavenly Father, God, you alone in your sovereign knowledge. You know our heartaches, you know our hurts, you know our fears, you know all the lies that the enemy speaks into our spirit, especially in times of turmoil and upheaval, especially in those times that we may find ourselves wrestling uh, with feelings of being a failure, of being a nobody. Lord God, you In your sovereign grace, you have called us. And Lord, you don't make mistakes. And your grace abounds to your children. So, may you bless that brother who may be listening. 
Father, that you would encourage his heart and his spirit to know that as a wounded under-shepherd, what an honor it is that the God of the universe would call his name, would call him to preach your holy word. May you comfort him, bless his family if he has a family, bless his wife, bless his children, and thank you for your faithfulness in Jesus' name. Amen. May God richly bless you until next time.